Hey guys, I'm so glad you are joining us. My name is Pastor Hayden and joining me is my wonderful wife, Kayla. Hey guys, what's up? So we know that right now we're living in an unprecedented time of anxiety and fear because of this COVID-19 pandemic. So today we believe the most relevant thing that we could talk about is fear and how we manage fear from a Christian world view. So Kayla, what are your initial thoughts on this pandemic and the fear that, that often grips us in the middle of uh, trials and temptations? I mean, I see, you know, just walking through the grocery store, um, faces and eyes full of fear. You know, with masks over our faces now, we have to wear a mask, at least here in Aliso Viejo. And you just see so much fear, even um, the fear of being too close to someone or getting sick. Um, I've seen a lot of fear in, oh, what if I lose my job? Um, and there's just fear everywhere. It's, it's hard. Um, and how can we not be afraid? What mm. would you say? How can we not be afraid what motivates us to step away from fear and how do we do that right well i think first of all we have to understand what fear is and i think we have to take the proper perspective on fear uh, all fear is not bad just like when you're in a car and you're driving down the road you take precautions because of a healthy fear of your life and others who are on the road. You wear a seatbelt, you stop at stop signs, you stop at red lights. Uh, a healthy fear would be understanding our fear of God or having a, a healthy fear of understanding who God is uh, and then understanding also what unhealthy fear is and just being afraid of everything that happens in our life just because we don't know what's going to happen next. So when it comes to having uh, a healthy fear, I think of scriptures, uh, like when Jesus calmed the storm in Mark 4, uh, and in verse 41, it says that the disciples were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him. So this is obviously a healthy fear. At first they had an unhealthy fear because what they were fearing was the circumstances around them, the, the storm and the waves that were crashing in on them. And so that was an unhealthy fear because in fact they had Jesus in the boat, God in the flesh in the boat with them. So there was no need to be fearful. And so that was an unhealthy fear. But you see, after Jesus calmed the storm, they then had a healthy fear of God by looking at Jesus and said, who is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? At that point, the disciples had a healthy fear of this is God. Nothing overcomes God and God controls every situation we have. So in my life and in I hope in your life, you start out with a healthy fear of the right thing, that you start with a healthy fear of God who controls every situation and you don't start off with fear of the unrighteous thing or the unhealthy fears in our life, such as the circumstances that surround us like COVID-19 and this certain pandemic. So it's important that we start off on the right foot when it comes to the right thing to fear. Mm, that's good. So we should fear God, but not fear anything else in mm -hmm. this world. Mm -hmm. I like that. So how do we trust God when fear does tempt us? Because I know temptations of fear do come and anxiety. How can we trust God? Yeah, so I think once you start with a healthy fear of God, you can then begin weeding out what's pleasing to God and what's not pleasing to God. You see, since we know that God is omnipotent, all-powerful, and we start with a healthy fear of God, uh, first, obviously, with the fact that God can destroy right everything, our bodies. And as it says in Matthew 10, 28, it says, Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both the soul and the body in hell. And I think when you start with a healthy fear, 
fear of God, and you start trusting in God's sovereignty over everything, which means God controls everything. Nothing happens outside of, of God's rule and, God, and God's will. And so when we look at God that way, the things that he tells us to do not be afraid of, like do not be afraid of the things that can kill the body but can't kill the soul. Well, when he tells us that, when he tells us don't, do not be afraid of those who can just kill the body or in this in this moment, right, the pandemic that can just kill the body. Uh, because what we need to do is actually be afraid of the God who can kill the body and the soul. And so when that God confronts me with a command saying, do not fear, I understand that that my position on fear has to now take on the position that God asked me to. Because in reality, my fear uh, and my joy and my assurance is going to be in God. So when the temptation to fear you know, it grips my life, uh, I have to turn my attention to the God who controls everything and not just the fear that controls this small situation. And when I focus on God with, with my whole life and, and my whole attention, uh, knowing that, that he controls everything, I then have a better understanding of how to fear right and the things that I need to fear. And, I, and the things that I don't need to fear, I understand that God controls those things. And so at the end of the day, there is something more important than the fear that's in front of me in this moment. Uh, and, and it's actually the God of creation and the God of eternity that, that it controls everything that I ought to be focusing my attention on. Because oftentimes fear takes our focus off of God. And in reality, what fear should do is drive us into the presence of God instead of in the presence of our current fear and anxiety in life. Yeah, I mean, when we say fix our eyes on Christ, that's practically an example of how we can, especially in this time, rather than focusing on our own fear, we fix our eyes on the God who is control. God Mm -hmm. is sovereign over everything in this world. He's sovereign over the coronavirus. He's sovereign over your family and their future. He's sovereign over your finances. He is in control of it all. And so when we live in that perspective, totally, I think it does cast out all fear. So another question, when we are tempted and give in to sin and fear, what's the next step for us? Right. Yeah, I think it's important for us when we are giving in to fear and we found we have found ourselves three or four steps into just breaking down over the fear that we have of the circumstances in our life. The first thing we do need to do is repent, right? Mm -hmm. It's to say, you know, this isn't God's will for my life. Being fearful in this moment isn't God's will uh, for my life, for me being sanctified, for me being more made in the image of Christ as, as I progress in my Christian life. You know, that's not his will. So the thing that I need to do is repent. And, uh, when you think about it, if you actually start unwrapping why why you're probably living in fear, it might have a lot to do with the time that you're spending in prayer and the time that you're spending in God's word. You know, I think of here in, in Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2, it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of of the Almighty. This is a great example of the the union that we are, we should have with God uh, and the intimacy that we should have with God. I mean, it says right here, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. We have to understand that when we are in fear, the best place that we could ever be is in the shadow of the Almighty, in the presence of God. And oftentimes what fear does in our life, if we don't have the right fear of God and our fear becomes of the circumstances that are around us, is we, we run away from from God. We try to run toward the one thing that we think will give us uh, some some reprieve from the fear, and we often don't look at God as 
the, the one to run to, but the one to run away from when, when fear uh, and anxiety grip our lives. But we need to take Psalm 91 and remember that it's he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. It's he who dwells in the presence of God who is going to have refuge from fear and is going to be rescued from the grips of fear and anxiety. So it's so important that when fear uh, comes into our life, that we repent and then realize that it's most likely because we're not spending enough time in the presence of God and we ought to turn to God's word and turn to God in prayer and our community as well, the people that we pursue Christ with at church and and talk to them about getting into God's word and praying together over the fear and anxiety that you may be having in your life. So you talked about having a healthy fear of God. How can having that healthy fear of God impact your life? Right. So I, I talked about it a little bit before, but when we have the right perspective on what we ought to fear and what we ought not to fear, we can begin living life in light of a healthy fear of God uh, versus having an unhealthy fear of men and circumstances. And I think, you know, to Acts, you know, after Paul was uh, reached his conversion, right, and became a believer and began doing ministry. Uh, we, we look at Acts nine thirty one. It says, "So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. It multiplied." And so, when we look at having a healthy fear, a healthy fear actually puts us in the perfect spot in God's will uh, to find here a church thriving and, and multiplying. And so, for us to have the right fear and pursuing life and the right fear of God, it actually will find that our life will begin looking radically different. And and you will see that it'll be blessed by God because we're living in light of the true aspect of who God is, right? Obviously, we, we don't fear God because we think that he's going to abuse us, but we fear God because we understand the power and authority of God and that he does have the power and authority to both create and destroy. And so when we understand that having a fear of God is, is an awe of who God is and a love for the power and awe of God. And we see that a church living in that, right, is in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And so for us to live in awe of God with, with the proper fear of God, while also living in step with the Spirit of God that lives inside of us as believers, as Christians. And so understanding life outside of fearing God, you're going to have a lot of discomfort. You're going to have a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear. But when you truly live fearing God, you're going to walk in step with the Holy Spirit and you're going to find that your life looks a lot more like the biblical gospel. Mm. I love that. Speaking of comfort, if you think of fear, the opposite of fear would almost be a sense of comfort and peace. Mm. And so the fact that having a healthy fear of God leads to more comfort and peace in our life, I mean, that's the answer right there, getting to know God. And how do we get to know God? We read His Word. We study His Scripture. And, and we grow. And we have community to help us. That's right. Um, how would you say that someone could be helped through their community in this? If they're fearing, should they reach out to someone in their community? Right, and you can look at this uh, even through the Bible, right? Uh, if, if you look at a, a sheep that, that, that runs away from uh, the, the rest of the flock, it often happens because of a fear. And I often tell people that fear drives you into isolation. And that's exactly what the enemy wants to do, right? To separate you from the rest of the flock, to separate you from the church. And so if you want to have a healthy uh, life, if you want to have a healthy fear, the, the, what you need to understand is not to 
flee when when fear and anxiety come into your life but to run just like i was talking about to pursue god and be in the presence of god you need to be in the presence of other christians and other believers and in your church and that's how you can start exercising a healthy fear just like a sheep is most protected in the flock you're going to be most protected in your fear and in your anxiety in the presence of other christians Uh, and on top of that they can help you stay accountable to having a healthy fear not that you're running here and there and and being tossed by every wave and every every wind because of these fears of things in your life but you have a healthy fear of God that actually keeps you steadfast and immovable, right? Uh, and keeps you in your community, but also keeps you in step with God's will for your life, especially on the topic of fear. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, my name is Pastor Hayden. Again, this is my wife, Kayla. We hope you enjoyed your time with us. If you would like more great content, subscribe below to Compass Bible Church for more great videos for you and your family.